Hello, everybody. This is Mo Oster, and I'm the Senior Vice President and Chief Legislative Counsel for the Medical Society. And I am here with Dr. Art Fogner, who is the new president of the Medical Society, having been installed as the president at this past weekend's MISNI Annual House of Delegates meeting. Dr. Fogner is the Chief of Gynecologic Ultrasound at Northwell Health, and he was going to talk to you briefly about the legislative priorities for the Medical Society for the upcoming year, and actually for the last eight weeks of the legislative session. Dr. Fogner, do you want to talk a little bit about what your goals are? Absolutely, Mo, and thanks for the introduction. We do have a bunch of priorities here, and we need to push a few of these footballs over the goal line. I think first and foremost, we need to uh, increase the number of co-sponsors for the collective negotiation bill. This bill would allow physicians to negotiate collectively with insurers. And this keeps coming up every year and somehow never quite makes it. The chief sponsors are Assemblyman Richard Gottfried, chairman of the Assembly uh, Health Committee, and Senator Gustavo Rivera, who now is also chief of uh, the Senate Health Committee. The bill has 60 co-sponsors in the Assembly, but we need more. We need a critical mass. We got to get this thing passed and move to the floor and out of committee. We also need more sponsors in the Senate. And I think one of the chief obstacles is the fact that we have so many new senators that they're still feeling their way. So our mission now, obviously, is to accomplish that. Where do people to do that? We'll also be pushing legislation to reduce the pre-authorization hassles that are the bane of physicians' uh, existence. And similarly, the legislation is also sponsored by Assemblyman Gottfried and Senator Rivera, and kudos to them. The next item is marijuana. Now, the recreational marijuana or adult-use marijuana, or however you wish to call it, was taken out of the budget because it requires much more thought. They're going to pass something that works. It is enlisted as one of the top issues for the legislature to address in the next eight weeks. We've developed at our medical society many allies, including especially the PTA and obviously law enforcement and county health departments, as well as allies in other states, because we're not the only state with this issue. So we need to continue this work, because if they are going to pass legislation, it has to make sense for New York. Also, we have the New York Health Act. This is Mr. Gottfried's pet legislation, which would replace every insurance in the state of New York with a new administration, which would provide health coverage for all New Yorkers. It sounds good in theory, but it is really at this point still bare-boned. And without many details, we can't spot the many devils that no doubt exist. Now, our organization is a little bit conflicted in this. We have for years opposed flat-out single-payer, but we have many members who support it. At our last House of Delegates, we voted to reaffirm Disney policy, but we also reaffirmed our position to continue the dialogue because, quite frankly, the present system has issues as well, and what we would like to come out, hopefully via evolution rather than mandate, is a system that makes sense. So we will continue to have productive dialogue with the members of the legislature to do something that works. Our physicians are also overloaded with unfunded mandates that come up periodically. They're all great ideas, 
but without the funding to back it up, they become another millstone around the neck of the practicing physician. And this would be difficult. We have one on potentially unprescribing opioids to track uh, specific pediatric issues, specifically the school that a pediatric patient attended. I'm not really sure that's an issue that the office pediatrician needs to deal with. And finally, near and dear to my heart is medical liability reform. We have been on this crusade since the mid-1970s, and we still have the conundrum of malpractice. New York has the dubious distinction of yielding the highest payouts and awards for medical malpractice suits, almost doubling that of the next in line. This is ridiculous. We're a great state. I can't believe that our doctors are somehow worse than other states. This cannot stand, and we need to do something about it. After all, liability reform is health care reform. We need to cut out the specter of the sword of Damocles of the courtroom over the doctor's head, which would hopefully at some point reduce defensive practices. Uh, the longer a defensive practice remains in play, you have to realize that after a while it becomes standard of care and then it's even harder to remove. I get into these discussions with attorneys all the time. They said, but doc, you guys win over two-thirds of your cases. And I always look at the guy and say, look, my dad was a lawyer. If I wanted to go to court, I would have gone to law school. And that usually results in a chuckle, and uh, that's about it. But what I would like to propose is perhaps we could we could try small ball this time, not go for the home run, but maybe they could make some concessions on small things. It would get them in the habit of saying, you know what, these doctors actually do make sense, and we all need to work together for the health of the folks in New York State. And certainly we know that in addition to sort of the overall larger comprehensive medical liability reform bill, there are some more targeted bills dealing with requiring greater expertise and identification of expert witnesses to create health courts. These are all sort of modest initiatives to address some of the worst aspects of our medical liability adjudication system. Dr. Fogner, thank you very much for taking the time to do this. I know we have no shortage of challenges for the upcoming year, but we know we have a very energized physician base. And on that front, we'd certainly encourage physicians to join our Physicians Advocacy Liaison Program to key contact program for physicians to maintain continuing contact with their local legislators. And we look forward to having more of these discussions throughout the year, various legislative issues. And I'm sure there'll be other topics we'll want to bring up as well, too. So thank you very much, Dr. Fogner. And thank you, Mo. And once more, into the breach.